Hey, Dr. Deb Schreibman here. What's healthy? We are. I wanted to take some time out and really talk to you about weight gain and the underlying causes of weight gain and the fact that weight gain is most of the time a symptom of something else going on. Oftentimes here in our society, we treat weight gain as just this thing because we are eating too much. And sometimes around the holidays, that could be the case. We just ate too much. And if we watch what we're eating, limit our calories, limit our fat intake, take and exercise a little bit more, then we can work on that weight gain. But most of the time, it's actually caused by something else. It could be high blood sugar. It could be hypothyroid. It could be adrenal problems, cortisol issues. Your cortisol levels are too high. It can be other hormone imbalances in the body. It could be nutritional absorption issues. So it's really important to understand that weight gain typically is associated with something else. And it's not just something on its own in a life raft. In the middle of the ocean. And so that's why when we think of weight gain, we want to really think of all of these things so that we don't test for just one thing and go, eh, you're healthy, go home, exercise, you know, eat a little bit less, and you get frustrated because that's what you do. And then you continue to gain weight or you don't lose any weight. And I'll tell you, I had a patient come in just yesterday and she was talking about how she actually had lap band surgery and she went and she lost this weight. And now a year and a half later, she has put all that weight back on and then some and how frustrated she is and how now because she was so frustrated, she said, what the heck, I'm just going to go eat whatever and I don't care. So today she's diabetic. She has thyroid issues. She has blood pressure issues. She has cholesterol issues. She has a whole host of other health problems that she actually didn't even have 18 months ago prior to having this surgery. She had the surgery because she didn't like how she felt. She didn't like how she looked. So that actually created a whole host of other problems for her. You, her. So I've got a question coming in. And um, this is actually a really great question. And uh, it's I've gotten a blood test before and I'm not diabetic. Is this all the testing that I need? And this is from John in Connecticut. Um, you know what? That's really actually a good start. We want to test for blood sugar. And um, but as I just said, it's not always a blood sugar issue that it is um, an, another issue. And this is why we want to make sure we are testing deep enough and we're testing the right way. And, you know, Oftentimes, this is because we um, are not, uh, we're going to a conventional medical doctor who can only test for a few things that your insurance will pay for. And so sometimes we just have to take it into our own hands. I've got another uh, question coming in. This is Donna in Philadelphia. I've been trying to lose weight. How much exercise is a healthy amount? Donna, this is a great question because the amount of exercise we do and the type of exercise we do is different for everybody. So if I have somebody come in who's hypothyroid, who might have Hashimoto's disease, which is an autoimmunity, the amount of exercise and the type of exercise that they need is gonna be restorative exercise, and it's gonna be something like yoga, and it's gonna be something like one or two days a week to start with, whereas if somebody comes in and they have some high blood pressure, maybe high cholesterol, maybe their blood sugar is a little bit high, they may, to, may need to go to the gym and lift weights and do cardiovascular, because what we don't want to do is 
make one size fits all. And I think that's where we fail our patients quite a bit is because we try to do the same thing for everybody. And that never ever works because our bodies are not all the same. So it's about really making sure that we do the right kind of exercise and the right amount of exercise depending on what our body needs. Now, what you may need today and what you may need in a year from now will be different. So my Hashimoto's patient who has an autoimmunity, who has hypothyroid, who has all those issues, will start with restorative exercise. And as their bodies heal, and as that autoimmunity quiets down, then we can move on to a different type of exercise, more weightlifting, more muscle building, more cardiovascular, where it's not burning out their adrenal function, causing them to have more fatigue and more energy issues. Um, I want to talk about proper diagnostic testing with you now. And I got a great question coming in. I'm 120 pounds overweight. I was thinking about getting surgery. What are my options? Well, you have lots and lots of options. And I always tell my patients that you should make surgery a last resort if at all possible, because once you have surgery, that's it. There's scar tissue, the damage is done. Will you lose weight? Maybe. I have lots of patients that come in and they have successfully lost weight with surgery. Oftentimes they've put weight back on. They have gained more weight than prior to that. Um, so what are your options? What I tell my patients is we should be looking at detoxification, cleaning out that body for you. We should look at hormone balancing. We should look at proper exercise. And what we know is hormone balancing and proper exercise is not the same for everybody. So we want to make sure that we really individualize this based on your specific needs. So when we're talking about surgery and we're talking about um, what we can do to be healthier and to live healthier, I would definitely recommend that you make surgery a last resort, that you look into all of those other resources, you know, the testing that we can do to balance those hormones. How do we clean out our body? How, you know, it's like taking your car to get an oil change, right? You don't just take that car in and say, hey, can you change my oil? And they just unscrew the cap, put fresh oil in and screw that cap back and your engine's gonna stop working again in another week or that engine light's gonna come on. You wanna make sure you do it the right way by draining that old oil, putting a fresh filter in and then putting all fresh oil in. All right, I've got another one coming in here and this is from John and Sandy Plains, Georgia. If you build muscle with exercise, including weightlifting, will you be able to maintain a higher metabolism? This is an excellent question as well, John. Uh, and the answer to that is yes. So what we know is the more muscle mass that you have, the, the more fat that you will burn. So when you do a diet and you lose the weight, are you gonna keep that weight off? Maybe if you change your lifestyle, but if you go and you start exercising and what you do is you start building that muscle, it does, uh, muscle burns more calories than fat does. So that will continue to increase your metabolism so you can continue to keep your weight at the same level or if you're exercising more, you can burn more fat. And then you'll transition from a higher percentage of body fat to a higher percentage of muscle mass. And that's just healthier all, of, all around when you're looking at the entire body, we're looking at cardiovascular risk. So the more muscle mass we have and the less body fat we have, the less cardiovascular risk that we have. Typically, the less fat we have, the less inflammation we have. So this is looking at all of the inflammatory responses through our whole body. We have people who are losing weight. We have people who go through all of these things like, an HCG like a program or a keto program or um, intermittent fasting and they lose the weight and they're feeling great. And then slowly those numbers start to edge up once they stop doing the things that they're doing. So 
if we lose weight slowly, are we going to keep it off longer? You know, I think historically that was really the idea behind weight loss. You know, don't lose it too fast because you won't be able to, to keep it off. But I think really more importantly than that, it's what you do after you lose the weight. If you lose the weight and keep it off by changing the lifestyle. So you can't just eat keto and then stop eating keto. You will put that weight back on. You can't just eat high protein, low fats. Um, Atkins diet and then stop the Atkins diet and not expect to put it back on. You have to go through and um, really look at your your eating habits and your sleep habits and your exercise habits so that you can maintain um, that weight loss. So I just got another question from my producer, Chris, who's in my ear. Hey, Chris, thanks for being in my ear today. We got tons of questions coming in and I really wanted to answer this one. This one is from Takina in Marshall, Minnesota. And she asks, so what hope is there for weight maintenance? You know, Takina, this is actually a really excellent question. And I think there is excellent hope for weight ma maintenance. I see it all the time. I have tons and tons of patients that come in that have seen me and years later, they come back and they are still looking great and feeling great. And they just wanted to tell me how their lives have changed since they have gotten their health back. In fact, I just got a phone call late the other night from a patient of mine that I haven't seen in probably a year and a half. And she said to me, Dr. Dub, I just wanted to let you know, my sister had a widowmaker heart attack. And and I thought, oh gosh, that's terrible. And she had been in the hospital with her for six weeks. She had not been able to eat healthy. She had not been able to exercise. She had not even been able to take her supplements. So she went and had blood work done and her blood work came back perfect. So what this told us was her body had healed. She had been diabetic. She had high blood pressure, high cholesterol. She wasn't sleeping at night, but she had taken care of herself for the previous year. And because of all of our hard work, when she went through a six week crisis, her body was able to maintain and still be healthy. And yes, she was tired because she hadn't been sleeping on a nice comfy bed. She'd been sleeping on one of those hard hospital chairs. But it just goes to show that if you really take care of your body, you can be healthy even through times of crisis, even through holidays and vacations and anniversaries and all of the things that can get us really off track when we're thinking about maintaining our weight and, and weight gain and weight loss throughout our year. If I didn't get to your question today, um, if I didn't get it to you online or offline, uh, please go ahead and feel free to email me at feelbetter@lakepointwellnesscenter.com, or we have tons of really excellent information on our website at feelbetterhere.com. Our phone number to the office is 770-974-5215. Give us a call. You can come in for an incredible life-changing consultation. Until next time, love and light, health and happiness. Bye-bye.